everyone. Thank you so much for coming over to listen today. I'm Sue Van Rees, nutritional therapist, food psychology specialist, author, and founder of Boulder Nutrition here in Boulder, Colorado. For the next few weeks, I'll be hosting a very special edition of the podcast called The Soul Food Sessions. The Soul Food Sessions are bite-sized morsels of wisdom from our guest teachers, little tasters here and there from me, and some sweet shares from my past participants of my online program, The Yoga of Eating, a six-month course and community to heal your relationship to food and your body. Registration is now open. Over the next few weeks, you will get mini appetizer plates to sample through the soul food sessions. We have amazing content coming for you. And if you like these little tasters and teachings, I guarantee that you are going to love the Yoga of Eating online course and community. The Yoga of Eating begins this January. This is my most complete body of work combining nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, embodiment practices, recipes, resources, and our wonderful group of online guest teachers. You can find out more at theyogaofeating.com. I could not be more excited to share with you this very special edition of Satiate, and I am also incredibly grateful to be offering you some of the most potent wisdom from experts all over the country. So pour yourself a cup of something wintry and warming, settle into your favorite spot, and enjoy this soul food session. I just want to take a moment to introduce our guest speaker, Mark David. And Mark and I have talked in this style a few times lately, and it's always been really um, exciting for me to share this type of conversation because Mark is a really wonderful resource in our community for his work around food and body and relationship between the two and a lot of amazing um, tools that he provides through the school that he has called the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. So Mark David is the founder of the Institute for the Psychology of Eating and a leading visionary teacher and consultant in his nutritional psychology practice. He's also an author of the classic and best-selling works, Nourishing Wisdom and the Slow Down Diet. And his work has been featured in many places, including CNN, NBC, and numerous other media outlets. His books have been translated into over 10 languages, and his approach appeals to a wide audience of eaters who are looking for a fresh, inspiring, and innovative message about food, body, and soul. Um, The Institute for the Psychology of Eating is the world's only teaching organization dedicated to a forward-thinking, positive, holistic approach to nutritional psychology. It is also unique and revolutionary in its approach teaching students and professionals how to effectively work with some of the most common eating challenges of our time in their internationally acclaimed eating psychology coach certification training. The Institute also features cutting-edge programs for the public. So we'll send you the information of how to find more information about Mark and 
about the psychology of eating um, work that he does at his website. So I'll include that link and all of his information in our follow-up email. So I just want to thank you, Mark, for joining us and taking time out of your schedule to be part of our, our program. I'm just happy to be here. And, you know, what a great way really for all of us to learn to do it as a tribe. You know, I'm I'm yeah. one of those guys I can I can sit down with a book all day or just search the web, but I don't think anything beats really how we how we come together and learn together as a group and share with each other and inspire each other. So I'm I'm so happy to be part of this. <laughs> Great. Well, we're sure glad that you can join us. Um, so we talked about this topic today. I'm just going to dive right in because I love the topic that we chose for our, you know, feature today, which is, you know, eating for a higher purpose. And I think that you and I both can attest to the fact that when we take better care of ourselves in the world, food being one of those ways that we can tweak our experience and how we feel, for me, I've noticed that I have a lot more to give back. And sometimes giving back can look like, you know, showing up more as a parent or being a better practitioner or, you know, giving back to our community. Or sometimes it's on this global level, you know, when we start to really be in service to our causes and showing up in that way. How could you further elaborate on this concept of eating for a higher purpose? What a juicy question. I think it's always yeah, good to it examine, you know, no matter what we're doing in life, the underlying why we do what we do. You know, we, oftentimes we are getting ready to get married or be in a committed relationship. I think it's great to ask why. You know, why am I doing this? I know everybody else does it. If you're buying a house. Why? What's what's the game plan? Like, really, what's the why in there? Uh, if you're if you're embarking on a new career, or a new job, you know, why? So for me, eating is how we eat, what we eat, how we feed ourselves and nourish ourselves. I just I love the question of why do what we do? Like, why do I follow this? vegetarian diet or this vegan diet or this paleo diet or why am I on this cleansing program? And when I ask those questions of myself, it it changes a lot over the years. Um, Initially, when I got into nutrition, I really wanted to eat better so I could feel better, plain and simple. You know, I I grew up, I was born into the world very sick and asthmatic and allergic and my immune system was compromised and just had all kinds of very intense childhood illnesses and, and picked up eating along the way as a remedy. Really at a very young age, I started tweaking my diet and that was in a very wholehearted search for taking matters into my own hands so I can feel better. So initially, I ate so my health would change. And the truth is, we can change our health. We can reverse a lot of supposedly irreversible diseases through nutrition. We can 
alleviate so many symptoms, skin issues, headache issues, digestive issues, immune issues, energy and fatigue issues, you name it, we could change so much of that in a powerful way through good nutrition. And, you know, we could shape-shift our body through good nutrition. You can, you can shrink the body. You can make it bigger, you know, through nutrition and exercise. So, so there's all kinds of fascinating things. And at some point I started noticing, uh, especially in clients and students, I started noticing that nutrition and eating and healthy eating for a lot of people became almost like a reaction to, oh, I don't want to get sick. Well, I don't want to get old. I don't want to die. I don't want to deal with all these diseases, for goodness sake. So we eat healthy. And, and that makes perfect sense to me. But oftentimes when we're driven by fear to do what we do, when we're driven by fear, our healthy habits to me are not so healthy. Um, when we're driven by fear, fear of disease, fear of getting sick, fear of dying, fear of gaining even a pound, so I better eat this way and better eat that way, I find that people start to make choices that aren't really that smart. Uh, we start to do things that can be a little silly or a little intense or a little extreme and that might actually have negative health repercussions but definitely impact our inner world. So if I'm constantly eating for the purpose of not getting sick and not getting diseased and make sure that I don't get toxic, then I'm constantly bracing and there's no love or celebration or nourishment, really. And I started thinking, well, why else eat for a good, you know, eat healthy? Like, like what else is eating healthy for? And I, I think I started to notice for myself that I want to be healthy so I can do great things in the world. And, and great things in the world, to me, means... You know, on one level, just living my life and being a good father and a good partner and a good friend and just a good person and be able to show up at a party or a dinner or a meeting and smile and be happy and get energy and uplift people and participate in life. And then even on another level, uh, you know, depending on who you are and what you do, if you're a mother of four kids, Goodness, that's a lot of energy you have to put out. Uh, you're going to need energy. You're going to need health. You're going to need vibrancy. So that's a great reason to me to eat healthy. That's a higher purpose. You know, if you have a job where you are responsible for others, where you serve others, then that's a great reason to be healthy and have vibrancy because then you're, you're serving something bigger. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of being alive on planet Earth. It's the beauty of having a healthy body. I get bored if I'm listening to somebody who's a nutrition and health fanatic, and they're being a nutrition and health fanatic just for the purpose of having the perfect body and the perfect health, and that's all they talk about. Uh, and they just want to talk about all the ways that they can be healthier and hotter and have more energy. 
And I always think to myself, well, what for? What are you going to do with all that energy? What are you going to do with your vi- your vibrancy and your vitality? What are you going to do with your hotness? Uh, are you going to be a jerk about it? Are you going to share that energy with others? You know, what do you do with that? So I'm always pushing myself and, and, and trying to inspire others to have whatever it is that you would define as your higher purpose for eating great food and being healthy and cleansing and building and, and all the things that we do for good nutrition. Once people get a little bit of clarity around um, finding a healthy lifestyle, it seems as though, in my practice anyways, and all the people that I talk to, that they're, as soon as we get clear on what it is that we are doing, whether it be a new regiment or a new program or some kind of, you know, healthier um, diet plan, then right there and then it seems like there's obstacles that come up. Mm-hmm. And the obstacles, you know, create these patterns of sort of inner rebellion or um, giving up or fear of failing. What I see, and I'm wondering if you could speak to this, because I see that you've done a lot of writing about this topic and a lot of speaking about this topic, is when people are sort of stuck in their um, negative patterns and we don't always know how to transform those negative patterns around our, our food and our relationship to food, do you do you think that there's a way that that um, that higher purpose or that giving back can you know help us to overcome obstacles? You know, my answer is a resounding, resounding yes. I think what happens is in the realm of health and nutrition, it's easy for a lot of people, not all people, but it's easy for a lot of people to become very me-focused because it's my health, it's my issue, it's my weight, it's it's my vitality, it's my energy, and it's, this is what I eat, and these are my foods, and and these are my problems, and now here's my overeating and my binge eating. And it, we can stay in that neighborhood forever um, and walk around the same block and bump into the same obstacles, and we stay on one level. Uh, We stay on one frequency of the playing field. And I find that when we begin to expand outward and go, so what else is there to this world other than me? (laughs) As soon as we start focusing on what's not me, um, and especially when we start focusing on what's not me with a little more interest and curiosity and um, maybe even goodwill and maybe even asking the question, okay, what can I do? How can I help? How can I be of service? When we're plugged in, when we're plugged into service, when we're plugged into helping, when we're plugged into giving whatever our gift is, there's a something that happens in the realm of health and vitality that I think nothing else can substitute for. There's no vitamin, mineral, herb, or diet that can replace or give the same feeling that comes from when we're giving ourselves and we're giving our gift 
and it and it's being received, and we're doing good work in the world. You know, whether it's being a good parent and feeling good about that, whether it's being a good friend, whether it's doing your job well, whether it's helping other people in any kind of helping profession or your neighbor, whatever the heck it is, we are resourced more when we step into service. We can go beyond ourselves because a lot of times it's just um, it's a rabbit hole to get stuck in one's eating and health challenges. Sometimes it feels like there's no way out, in truth, because there isn't a way out in the ways that we've been looking. We're trying to get out of the maze of our own constant self-reflection and our own constant, how do I fix myself? How do I make myself better? And oftentimes the answer lies by letting go of the question (laughs) and putting it aside, giving it a rest, and saying, okay, what else is there? So I have seen time and time again people begin to really have breakthroughs and openings and transformations in their eating issues, whether it's extreme eating disorders or just sort of the usual thing that you might see of people who overeat or bingey or just not loving on their own body. And as soon as we start to look outside of self, there's some magic that happens. And I think it's it's a magic worth checking out and really saying, okay, enough of me already, enough of my concerns. I can always come back to them. I could always come back to my deep desire to lose 15 pounds. I could always do that because I meet people who have been trying to lose the same 15 pounds for 30 years. And oftentimes, not always, if that person is my client, I will, and, and they're telling me I've been trying to lose this weight for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I'll say, great. Doesn't sound like it's working. Let's put it aside for two months. Let's just not try to lose any weight whatsoever for two months. No dieting, no this, no that. We're just going to give it a rest. We're going to push the pause button and then explore what else would you do with all that energy <laughs> that goes into thinking about your weight, planning about your weight, planning your diet, dieting, breaking your diet, cheating on your diet, feeding yourself up for cheating, cheating on your <laughs> diet. And, and exactly. it, it's kind of endless. So if we pull the plug on all of that, then where would our energy go? And that could be a very confronting question for some people because we get so addicted almost to be certain states of being. We could get addicted or or hooked on our own endless, never going to find the solution search. We can get addicted to our own frustration. We can get addicted to our own victimhood even. So to push the pause button on that could be very useful. You know, it's always really inspiring for me to speak with you about this topic. Obviously, you and I both share this passion. So I just want to really send you my deepest heartfelt gratitude for joining us today. It's been amazing, as usual. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. appreciate the chance to participate in your world and with your tribe and with all the great work that you're doing. So please keep it up. 
Thank you so much for coming over to listen to this very special edition of Satiate, the Soul Food Sessions. These podcasts are designed to give you little tasters and appetizers of the upcoming Yoga of Eating online course and community. Registration is currently open. You can access all of the details for registration and more about our dynamic group of guest teachers and all the different aspects of the program, including nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, reflective resources, and nourishing recipes by going over to theyogaofeating.com. I would love to welcome you into this year's brilliant circle of women, and I'm excited to dive in with each of you in the inner world of making a lasting change in our relationship to food and body. This is definitely my most complete and passionate body of work and has supported thousands of women around the world in making a lasting change and creating more health and happiness in their lives. I look forward to seeing you for the next Soul Food session coming your way soon. And until then, take care.